Welcome to Talking Zombie, it is Entertainment Talks podcast for iZombie on the CW and Netflix. I'm your host, Matthew. Joining me today, my co-host is Robert. How are you today? I'm doing good. How are you doing today? Cool. Not too bad. Uh, so we're here today to talk about the series finale for iZombie. It's the second series finale that Entertainment Talk has covered. Uh, the previous one, of course, was Game of Thrones, which we've done a series finale review, series wrap-up review. You can still listen to that as well. But we're here today to talk about Season 5, Episode 13, All's Well That Ends Well. It's the series finale for iZombie. It's the end. There's no more episodes. Uh, Robert, what did you think of the series finale? I thought it was a pretty good. I mean, definitely took you on an emotional roller coaster with all the head fakes of who was going to live and who not who was not going to live. Right. Yeah. Uh, we saw a lot of lot of flip flopping on that, but overall, I did enjoy it. It was a very good series finale. Cool, nice. I think this might be there's a certain amount of like recency bias that you can have with certain things, right? You see something and you think it's the best thing that you've seen, or if you see the latest episode or something, you could think it's the best episode you've seen. Uh, that's how I feel about this episode of Eyes on B. I think this is potentially the best episode of the series. Um, I think it was a phenomenally done, phenomenally well done episode. Um, I think that they really just nailed a lot of things, um, and really kind of, e- even though you know you got the potential twist there with Liv, is she is she alive? Is she dead? What's what's the situation? Of course, we have the time jump to talk about. I think they handled that really really well. There's a certain amount of mystery, but like you know, the the bomb goes off, and we know that Liv is a bit of a distance away from it. Um, I think that they handled the character motivations and decisions really well. Um, you know, with like Major trying to be heroic and um, Ravi getting in there and kind of saving him in, in a way or saving Major from himself. I think they handled that really, really well. Um, I will say, I got it in my notes. I want to jump into a little bit here. Did the guns, like the actual sound of the because there was obviously a lot of guns being shot in the episode, like the whole war and stuff. Do you think they sounded weird in the episode? Uh, it's always kind of hard telling because you don't know if they're kind of going for like some weird movie effect to where, um, an explosion goes off. And so somebody, uh, isn't hearing as well as they should be, or it might just be that wherever they recorded the sounds for the guns, it was a little bit different Mm -hmm. or it might be a little bit more accurate because there's no, nothing saying how we hear the guns like regular video games or whatever is actually how guns sound. That's not a given. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's to come out of an episode I feel very positively about, that's my only... I'll say complaint that isn't a complaint. It's the only kind of, like, okay, that was... Observation. Right, right. That was the only kind of thing I pointed out where I was like, huh, that was a bit strange. Not, It's not a complaint. Um, but it's the only kind of thing I could point out where I was like, okay, that was a bit strange, but everything else in the episode was great. Um, yeah, every, the way they concluded every single character I thought made, made sense. Um, and, um, yeah, I mean, we'll get onto some where the characters end up and stuff like that. So, um, is there anything else you want to say before we jump into some notes? Uh, no, let's go ahead and go into the notes for now. Cool. Um, so we've got, I've got these in just random orders, but I have got the, uh, time jump thing saved for last, so we'll talk about the end when we get to the end. Uh, Blaine and Donnie in the well, I put, uh, Robert was right. I remember you predicted last week that you said, you said something about, it was either in the episode 10 podcast or in the episode 12 podcast, 
about um, Blaine actually killing Donnie's girlfriend or wife-to-be, and that turned out to be the case. So um, credit to you for, for predicting correctly. How do you feel about that? <laughs> uh, I mean, don't give me too much credit. I mean, it's not like I haven't seen that before. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, them both being trapped in the well, I thought was a new twist because I really mm-hmm. kind of figured that Donnie would kill Blaine and then just be overcome with grief after the relief of killing, you know, the person that killed the someone he loved. It would either take himself, you know, take his own life or let live kill him. Uh, but, you know, that was a nice little end to it. So, yeah, I kind of liked the, um, you know, he sees because he's because uh, Blaine's there to basically talk to his father who's not there always he's i guess he thinks his father is like spiritually there or, or something it's a bit like when you yeah the, the sort of thing like that he's going over there and i suppose with the the slight clumsiness of donnie he's gone there to basically just hit blaine or to push him in um which is interesting because he did have a gun on him didn't he because he tries to shoot live afterwards he doesn't pull out his gun and shoot blaine in the head which he could have presumably he could have done um, but he's basically just gone over there, you know, with the anger and with, again, with Donnie being one of the slightly more clumsier characters in the series, um, him just kind of instantly going over there and pushing him, I thought was just an interesting touch. Um, and him him still getting the chance to, you know, he's essentially disa- disabled in a interesting way. He's disabled Blaine's ability to come back, essentially, because he's pushed him down there. He knows that He knows that Blaine can still hear him. Uh, but Blaine doesn't, he can't do anything about it, and he's able to sort of vent and let everything out, I thought was great, especially like, you know, um, Blaine's pushed him around for several years, he's been, um, uh, Blaine's like lapdog, and that sort of thing, he's not really, they've been friends at certain points, but Blaine was never really somebody who had like, serious friends, I suppose, um, I mean, he's even screwed over people like Peyton, who he's claimed to love and everything, um, but I just like that kind of thing where, He's kind of instinctively pushed him in there because he sees that as the opportunity to of that as the thing to do because Blaine's sitting on the edge of this well and then he's just able to get everything out before he himself is pushed in there. Um, yeah, what did you think of the idea of Donnie joining him in there? I suppose. To, uh, uh, bit of poetic justice when you think about it because now they're both stuck down there forever. Yeah, and nobody's gonna find him down there. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, kind of strange that that ended up happening. So. Um, cause it, it was, I don't think you could have come out of this series and had Blaine either not be dead or be in jail. And he's technically, well, he's trapped, essentially. He's not in a kind of jail, but he's essentially trapped, which is like some, it's some sense of like a middle ground, I suppose. But there was no way that you come out of this series and have him be free in any sense or, 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 you know, if he's in like a prison bus and the prison bus crashes and he gets out or something like that, I couldn't see anything like that happening. So it made sense what, what happened to him. So, yeah, I thought that was all done pretty well. And plus it does leave them coming back in some aspect in the future as, you know, it's open to that. It's just not it's not going to be ham-fisted or forced if they do bring him back for whatever reason from for whatever show. What, what, what do you mean? Well, like if say like a couple three years from now they decide to do like a follow up episode or something kind of like the, what they did with the Veronica Mars. Okay. Um, they wouldn't have to do too much gymnastics to get them back into the series because you could just say, oh, they got out of the well at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so if the show ever does come back for whatever reason, you can still have uh, Blaine and Donnie as viable characters. Mm-hmm. They're not kind of limited in that sense. I agree with the idea, but I don't think that iZombie's going to come back. 
um g- given how like you know it's the series finale and given that the cast has sort of completely said goodbye and they've wrapped things up um i mean it's, it's a decent idea but i just don't think it's, it's going to be something that happens but I, I agree with the the idea itself i suppose so well, you know, twelve, you know, more than twelve years after the fact, we got another season of Veronica Mars, like I said. Hmm. And the reason why I bring that up is because it's the same director that did both of those. Yeah, and we saw some of the same cast in both of those. Um, so you never know. Yeah, you never know. Uh, what else have we got here? Peyton getting killed, but ultimately turned and then cured. Uh, how did you feel about that? Uh, I think it did take away some of the emotional weight of her getting killed, especially having that kind of a cop-out. I guess. Yep, especially from that. Um, I mean, it made sense in terms of the narrative, mm-hmm. because, you know, he Blaine claims to love her, and then, you know, he sees her get killed, so of course he's going to scratch her. Right. Um, and it was just so short and so much at the end of it, everything. That it just really kind of felt like a tacked on scene and not something they intended to do. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm happy to see Peyton survive. I did find it kind of sad when I thought she was dead or whatever. Um, and it did add, interestingly, to you know the emotional weight of what Ravi was feeling. Um, but I just think that it's it, it's just nice that she ended up surviving. But I did like how I liked ultimately how that all sort of connected together because then you sort of pushed Ravi forward. Not that he needed to push him forward. He's, he was going to go for his, his goals with the cure and everything. Um, but with basically, you know, them having the reunion with um, Peyton and Liv afterwards and then that getting Blaine kind of back into the picture because um, obviously he gets up from when he's been hit and then goes to save Peyton, um, which again is the only kind of, like, he's, I guess he's, do you, would you say that Blaine cared about Donnie, just like overall. Not even a little. No, um, I, I'd I'd kind of agree with that and say that the only character he really, I guess, cared about would be Peyton. Um, and he he knew at a certain point that there was no future between the two of them, but he still tried anyway, which I thought was interesting. You know, the whole bringing her back and trying to have dinner with her and everything, mm-hmm. and she's clearly just like, okay, look at me, this isn't gonna work. I thought that was done pretty well. Um, but yeah, I mean, it made sense. She wanted to save the, she she wanted to save the the kids and everything, and that made sense. So, I thought that was done pretty well. Um, yeah, and good good to see her. I guess cured in the end with the time jump, which we'll we'll jump into. Uh, Enzo Major and uh, Ravi. What did you think of their lengthy fight scene? I suppose. Yeah, I think the whole sequence did make sense because, like you said before. Major gonna you know sacrificing himself to try to end the war before it got any more worse than it was that fit perfectly in the narrative. Um, you know, Ravi switching the the cure out with something else and then curing. Yeah, I think it was like just Max Rager that he put in there. So yeah, yeah, that's what he said. It was just Max Rager. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then uh, curing Enzo for Enzo to get killed by the. the husband of the guy who he kidnapped and blackmailed into basically betraying uh, um, Liv anyway. That did have a sort of, uh, you know, a good sense of finality to it. Um, you know, so obviously that did well. Uh, and, you know, all, all in all, I think everything did what it was kind of supposed to do. So Yeah, it worked out in the end. So I'm um, glad that Enzo's dead. 
I, did you, I suppose, like him as a villain in the end? Uh, he was a bit cartoony as a villain. Yeah. I didn't hate him. I mean, I don't dislike him as much as you dislike uh, Damien Dark, but I did <laughs> think he was a bit cartoony-ish as a villain. Right. I mean, Enzo fits in the series. Damien Dark does not. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you got that. Um, yeah. Uh, for, yeah, for for any references, I guess you can go and listen to. We didn't cover season four, which was the one. That, but I've referenced him several times over different podcasts. Uh, mm. Actually, we did it in the uh, Q and A part one. Somebody asked us about villains, so you can go and listen to that if you want a bit more information. But yeah, he wasn't anything like that. Obviously, you're not supposed to like. Yeah, he's not. You know, he's a villain that was interesting, but ultimately, somebody we kind of knew would be taken down. Um, but somebody that you you wanted to get their comeuppance so um yeah that was pretty good i enjoyed all of these sort of um what was it like when he's punching ravi and he's like how comes i'm not uh, how come i'm not dying and then like all of all just the little twists and turns within that scene and enzo kind of knows he's done for when he he basically says like okay if i take this cure and you shoot me you would have like uh killed me live on tv and that sort of stuff really liked how all that played out so i thought that was done really well uh let's take a quick break and then we'll let you know what else we've been up to on entertainment talk Today's sponsor is Kualu. If you'd like to get started with a domain name and a website today, just click on the link in the show notes and that will take you over to Kualu to get started. They also have a live support chat system that you can use, which is in the bottom right-hand corner. So get started with a new website and domain name today with Kualu. Hey everybody, if you would like to get the ad-free versions of all of our podcasts and support entertainment talk along the way, all you need to do is head over to patreon.com forward slash entertainment talk. Sign up either as a creator or as a Patreon. There's no difference there. That's just the option for either becoming a creator now or just staying as a patron for the moment. And then all you need to do is support us at the $1 level tier. That will get you access to all of the ad-free podcasts that we've done in the past. And get you access to all the ad-free podcasts in that month as well. So it's a great way to support us on Entertainment Talk and to get rid of the ads and get your ad-free podcast. As always, thank you very much for listening. Back to the show. Alright, so recently yeah, recently on Entertainment Talk, uh, well, while we are wrapping up um, iZombie, don't forget that the week after we do the series wrap-up, which we'll be doing that next week, uh, the week after that, which will be the 21st of October, Classic Reviews is back for Season 2. Uh, if you didn't know what that is, that's basically where, because I'm well considered a young person, and I've missed certain films from the 80s, 90s, 70s, what have you, uh, that's where I essentially go through and watch those for either the first proper time, or the first time completely, or I go back and watch certain things like Toy Story that I very much consider classics. Um, so yeah, there's a season and a half worth for you guys to listen to if you want to. Season 1 is out there, and the first half of season 2 is out there, and then the second half of season 2 will be coming back on the 21st of August, so look out for that. That's on iTunes as well, and it's of course on the website, so look out for that. Uh, and yeah, it's a very fun series for me to do. So, uh, that's a mixture of TV shows, video games, and films, and each episode is something is a different property so have a look up for that uh merchandise i'm looking to potentially start doing merchandise for entertainment talk uh there's a podcast out there which you can listen to it's simply called merchandise information you can go and have a look out for that uh, and essentially the idea is instead of me going and setting up a merchandise shop or page i want to get a general level of interest before i go and start setting things up um, so go listen to that, it's called Merchandise Information, it's on the website, it's also on the main Entertainment Talk feed for iTunes, 
so you can listen to that as well of course if you want to find the itunes feeds uh drop down menu and then podcast drop down menu uh, and then itunes feeds is listed there as a page and that's where all of the android and itunes feeds things are listed um, I made a couple of announcements this week. One of them was for Let's Plays, Let's Play Sundays. Uh, it's going to be a new Let's Play series. It's basically our way of taking Let's Plays, which we already did, putting them under a theme and a date or a day, and doing them as more of a, a, a mini series kind of thing. Uh, the first episode will be this Sunday, which will be the eighth, no, the eleventh of um, of uh, August, which is when Man United also played Chelsea. Um, so look out for that as well. It'll be 7pm UK time. The episode will come out. The other thing that I announced this week was scripted reviews. I'm going to try doing a couple of scripted reviews. I've recorded three of them. One of them is out there. And that episode is for Crash Team Racing Nitro Field. So have a listen to that. Uh, what else have we done? Uh, American Horror Story is coming back soon for its ninth season. At some point in September, l- later in September. Um, it's on iTunes as well, you can search for the AHS cast, and it's also on the, the iTunes feeds page, which I just mentioned a minute ago. Uh, you can search for that, you can search for Entertainment Talk, and it's also on the website. So we'll see if Ryan Murphy can pull off a compelling story for this season, because he couldn't quite do it last season. Um, but like, like, you know, anthology, anthology series, we'll see if he can do it with this, uh, slasher-themed series. Uh, a couple of other Let's Plays, uh, Apex Constructs, uh, Brother Team PSVR, and Carnival Games. Those are all VR games as well. Uh, and then this week and last week, last week on Gaming Talk, we talked about FIFA 20 and Pro Evolution Soccer 20, or 2020, whatever they're calling it. Uh, and the cover stars for that, we talked about Epic Games and a bunch of other stuff. Um, today we talked about Crash Team Racing Nitro Field and their uh, microtransactions. That's this week's episode. We also talked about Nintendo. We talked a bunch about Twitch and Mixer and Ninja and some other stuff. And we ha- talked about uh, GamesCon as well. And lastly, there's also a segment out there for when me and Robert went and laughed at some at some uh, bad video game films, specifically the uh, Super Mario game, Super Mario Brothers uh, film that they made, um, whenever that was, and we laughed at that. So yeah, that's what we've been doing on EntertainmentTalk.org and on podcast platforms. Let's wrap up the series finale for iZombie. What have we got left to talk about? Um, so yeah, I already discussed the uh, weird sounding guns in the episode. That was one of the notes that I had. Uh, time jump, 10 years. Um, what did you think of that? Uh, well, wasn't it expected. It was kind of mm. cool to see uh, Christopher Lowell get a little bit of work. Um, like I mentioned before, it's the same director between uh, Veronica Mars and iZombie. And Christopher Lowell had a major role in uh, the last season of uh, Veronica Mars and the season and the the movie rather that they that was crowdfunded a couple three years ago so um, you know he's known uh, you you probably seen him if you ever watched the uh, Netflix series Glow he plays okay. the billionaire that funds kind of the whole thing so I might not have got that far with this with the show but yeah yeah I got one episode left in uh, season one for that so I can't remember that happened. Um, yeah, 10 years time jump, they go into it, and we have basically this very, like, virtual VR, um, what did they call it, like a VR Skype type of thing, like a virtual... Basically, just a kind of a hangout thing. Yeah, yeah, but when they're sort of there or whatever with each other. Um, they talk about a bunch of stuff, this guy from the press or whatever comes in, and he asks, like, where Liv is, and they basically have to lie or whatever, and say that they, uh, think that she's dead, or they give, like, sort of very PR sort of answers... Um, as to where she is and he says thanks and then he goes away presumably to come back later um 
we did of course bef- just before the time jump scene get an explosion scene where one of the, the suicide bomber or something something like that I think um, he goes in there and protests with some woman and Liv is in there and she's in this like other room she's thinking that Major is dead I think because mm-hmm. I think that uh, yeah Clive called her up and told her about what happened with Major um, we then get an explosion which makes us cut to black uh, cut to white rather and um, we then skip 10 years in the future um, this all adds up basically to live propose they all live on did she say zombie island I yeah think I think that's said. still a thing yeah because that's where her and major are living if I'm not mistaken they're living there with the, the orphans that are from the um, renegade mm-hmm. thing that, that she did before did they give that club a name or something she, I remember she was called renegade and it was the uh, they gave them a name I think or something no I I don't remember them giving them like a nickname past that okay but I just might not be remembering it so yeah um, but yeah she's living there with a major they're living quite happily and she proposes to yes Ravi um, major Clive and Peyton and they all seemingly agree is this is my kind of she says, oh, you can all live on Zombie Island. Did she slightly propose that, like, she turns them all? Or am I mistaken? Yeah, because I think she said something like, uh, it's just a scratch away or something oh, yeah, like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, that's what she said. She said, oh, it's a scratch away. You can come and live on this Zombie Island. They all sort of smile and agree. And it cuts to her, and she's smiling. And then that's the end of the episode. Um, so, yeah, what do you think of that as the ending of iZombie, I suppose? It was a good ending. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you know, very solid, very uh, finale, but left a couple things open for in the future. I suppose so. Yeah, there's always this is kind of what I discussed on the um, series wrap up for Game of Thrones is in terms of concluding a story, like any story, you either have to set your characters up to where you know what they're going to be doing, like living on a zombie island, or they die. There is no mm-hmm. other kind of thing like you can't have let's say you have a series finale and somebody's pointing a gun at somebody's head and then it cuts to somebody else and then the episode ends you've then not had the conclusion of what happened to that other character so you have to either have characters die or be trapped because even though Blaine and Donnie aren't dead we know that they're trapped down in that hole and that's they're pretty much going to live there for for eternity or forever um so yeah it, it because you you can always have the question of okay you've set this character off to this place so like you've set live to live in um zombie island and you could ask the question of like okay what are they going to do there but then what happens after that what happens after that it, it, it's it, it's kind of there's never really a i suppose you can struggle to finish your story in that sort of way because there's always going to be the question of okay you've set up this character to do this thing and that's supposed to be the last chapter that we see them in but what do they do in the progress of that thing. Do you get what I'm I'm sort of saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, do you agree with the point I'm making? Yeah, I completely agree with you. Yeah, so there's always going to be obviously the question of that. What do they do at the zombie island? Presumably live in some kind of paradise? Because it, it seemed like that was what uh, Liv and Major are basically doing, is living quite happily. And presumably they've all got money, and they're just going to live out there. Um, would you have chosen a different ending for a zombie? Uh, hard telling. I don't know. I I don't know this for sure, but I kind of got the sense that uh, uh, Peyton and Ravi weren't together. Okay. Um, did you get I, that or not? No, I. It seemed to me. Did so? Did when? When did you get that sense in the episode? Was there like a particular point? 
Oh, well, they weren't calling in from the same location. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and he was in Atlanta with the CDC, and she was doing something else. I forget what. Yeah, they could be doing long-distance di- long stuff, or I don't know. I uh, mean, it's possible. Yeah. I, I, I kind of agree in a way, because when they're talking to the PR guy, uh, and I'm going to call him that because I can't remember him giving him his own name, um, but it, that's basically what he's there. He's there to report on you know the situation with all these people. It sort of seemed like that they were all trying to give this idea that no, we're just kind of all living on our own and doing these sorts of things, and they didn't give any indication of a relationship there, I suppose, because it would have given that PR guy more questions to ask about, like I, I don't know, just other stuff. It sort of seemed like they just wanted to put this message across of like, okay, we're just doing these jobs, and that's kind of about it. Um, and obviously, it seemed like that wasn't the first time they've spoken to this guy because I think it was Liv that said it. Something like, oh, did you feel, did you feed him, like, the usual story or something? So they've obviously done this, like, a few times before. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I don't, yeah, I don't get the sense that they're broken up necessarily, but I don't get the sense that, you know, there was no confirmation that they still are together. So I kind of agree, but I think that they probably are together. So I can't think of a reason why they would be broken up, because it's not like Blaine really got in the way in the end. So, um, yeah. Uh, I mean, we've got a series wrap-up next week, so if we think of any other things to talk about, and of course that will include conversations for seasons one to five and not just the series finale. Um, so yeah, make, uh, we'll both make some notes, I suppose, between now and next week. We'll both think of things that we want to say uh, in the final iZombie podcast. Um, but is there anything else you want to say about the series finale? Uh, no, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was a good, light-hearted series finale, considering how dark they were starting to go. Yeah, I remember you had the concern at the the end of season three. I think when mm-hmm. they did that whole shooting thing. Um, I, how do you feel about how that stuff kind of turned out then? Uh, that's something that we could talk about in the season, uh, the series wrap up. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. And then we can kind of compare, I suppose, that over the the five seasons. Um, of course, the other thing is, uh, of course, so that will be the final podcast. That will also be the last chance for you guys to write in so did you enjoy the series finale of iZombie have you enjoyed iZombie overall Uh, what did you think of I guess all of it in general because it will all be open for discussion Uh, Matthew at entertainmenttool.org Twitter eTalk UK there's the contact page and information in your show notes Uh, are you happy with where the characters ended up etc you know you guys know what to write in about so uh, and that's of course how you can contact us about the merchandise or any of the other shows that we've we've got at the moment or to just get in contact Cool. Um, yeah, that wraps up iZombie for the series finale. Like I said, we'll be back next week to discuss iZombie in its entirety. I'll think of some things to write down. Robert, if you obviously think of anything you want to write down, you can do that as well. Uh, send us in some feedback. Let us know what you think. And um, we'll take things from there next week. But that's uh, it at the moment for the coverage of iZombie. We'll see you next week for the series wrap-up. You can find all the content that we've got on entertainmenttalk.org. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, support entertainment talk, um, we're on Patreon. We, of course, also have the potential fifth option in the future of merchandise, but that's not out there yet. Uh, you'll have to let us know what you think. Um, but yes, Patreon, iTunes feeds, Amazon affiliate link. Um, Amazon, you can shop on there. We'll get a small cut. It won't cost you extra. iTunes feeds, please rate, review, and subscribe to those. That helps us out as well. Uh, of course, the... Um, the I must said the Amazon iTunes feed, the American Horror Story uh, iTunes feed is out there and on Spotify, so please go and support that as well. That will help us out, uh, and of course subscribe to get sent the new episodes because that also helps you guys out as well. 
Uh, word of mouth, if you see people talking about either iZombie or any of the other TV shows, video games or films that we've covered, uh, you can tell your friends, family, people that you know about the website in the iTunes feeds. Social media, please share them and retweet them on Facebook. Uh, thank you to you guys who have recently retweeted and liked things on Twitter. That's been very helpful as well. Put them in different Facebook groups if you're allowed to. <coughs> That helps us out. Uh, video games. If you want to watch us play different video games, me and David stream on Twitch. Robert streams on Mixer. And look out for uh, Let's Play Sunday starting this Sunday. Uh, look out for that as well. And um, we'll see you next week for the series wrap up. Take care. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>